Hi, and welcome to Squeaky Chair. My name is Tara, and I am here to rant about, well, everything, maybe, I think. Uh, I was Squeaky Chair Homeschool, but I think I'm going to drop the homeschool part because it doesn't seem to be the only thing I'm talking about. So, um, yeah, we're just going to call me the Squeaky Chair. And hi, again, my name is Tara. I know I just said it, but hey, let's run with it. It's been a week. I don't know about you guys, but it has been a week. And there are times when I seriously think I am reconsidering life choices. Yes, as I said in my opening, uh, I did previously call myself squeaky chair homeschooling because I was I was homeschooling. I was investigating this whole thing. I had decided to homeschool my kids because of COVID and because of a myriad of, of things. Um, yeah. I had my reasons for homeschooling, just like everyone has had their reasons for making the choices that they've made in this COVID world. And uh, yeah, as I said, I have moments where I where I regret my life choices. It's all working out. It, it's fine. I mean, a few things have happened. We hit the September 30th date, which if you live in Alberta is the cutoff date for funding. And the school that I am registered with is a supervising school. They just monitor me and make sure that I'm you know, actually educating my kids, um, inform me that I am listed as teacher-led with them, not parent-led. So I had to fill out a butt-ton of forms, eight different pages, sign it all, scan it all, get it to them. And then I get an email this morning at 11 o'clock uh, telling me that my previous school has requested my files because my children have returned. They have not. And I don't know about you guys and how often you check your emails, but I check my email in the morning and then I check it again in the evening, maybe. So an email that comes through at 11 o'clock in the afternoon, I did not see until 8.30 tonight. So I get to spend the rest of the night going, um, yeah, it's great. It's great. I get it. There are, there are screw ups. There are, there's confusion. Offices at schools are a complete disaster, but I'm also a well-known parent at that school. So everyone knows me. Um, I substitute TA at that school for a long time. I ran free programming. I work for a museum that does programming for them and I'm volunteering there a lot, or at least I used to when my kids were a part of the school. So the fact that they would claim that like, they had to phone. It, yeah, I have a lot of questions. There's some weird stuff going on. And uh, I'm also preparing to start my Girl Guide year. Um, that's been fun. There's a lot of rules. And we're not allowed to do stuff inside. We can only do stuff outside with masks on. Depends on your area, but none of it's good. And, um, I mean, it's good for COVID. It's just not good for the socialization of 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 young girls and um yeah i don't know it's a weird world we're living in i mean you see a presidential debate in the united states where one literally looked at the other and told him to shut up and we're watching the news and my daughter see that clip and they're like that man just told that other man to shut up and i was like yeah that wasn't polite was it and they were like no like, he shouldn't have done that. I'm like, that's awesome. I mean, not that my kids look up to the President of the United States, but I mean, this was, like, leading news on the CBC today was, you won't believe it. Yeah, I will believe it. I'll believe anything you tell me at this point. It all seems completely cuckoo. 
So how has everyone been? Holding up? There have been a lot of... Um, last week I talked about uh, virtual learning parents who have given up and sent their kids to school because they didn't feel they were getting enough support. Um, from what I've been told, that continues. There are very few students who are still out with virtual learning. Uh, most have returned because of lack of support. Interestingly, almost all of them have now come down with a cold and are being tested for COVID and are at home. Um, yeah. So that's fun. And uh, obviously not what the parents were hoping for. By sending their kids to school, it's um, it is a, a it's a crazy world that we are that we are sitting in, and I'm left with how cautious is over cautious. How how nervous do you need to be about being near people? You know, I I try not to judge. I I genuinely try not to judge. What you do is your own business. Unfortunately, though, with a virus, what you do is everyone's business. Because if you expose yourself and then you're near other people and you potentially expose them and it, yeah, it's a slippery slope of, oh, fun, you know, so I get invited out for a party last weekend. I don't get invited to many parties. So I, you know, I was like, wow, we got invited to a birthday party for one of my husband's coworkers. That'll be fun. And then he was like, yeah. We don't know who else is coming. And I was like, ah, oh, crap. So we didn't go. I also got invited um, to a murder mystery, which is also crazy. Two invites in the same night. Not normal in my quiet life. And I had to turn that one down, too. Because, well, for one thing, it's hunting season. And apparently I had an, uh, a buck to go after. We never did catch him, but that's where I was. Um, but, you know, at the same time, I don't know who's going and yes, I live in a tiny town where there are no cases and have not been since May, probably. But I also talk to health professionals who tell me that their testing numbers are incredibly low. So, of course, the numbers are low or non-existent because no one's being tested. It's, um, it's interesting. It's interesting for sure. So, yeah. Ranting. And on the masks thing. I'm curious what your thoughts are about masks and whether or not you feel that you should wear them. Um, I'm genuinely curious about people who are adamant that they should not and that it's somehow denying them their human rights. Um, I ask that question and I say it that way because I have a degree in human rights law. I have a pretty good grasp of what Canadian human rights laws are and how they're how they're used and so i'm i'm genuinely curious how this goes against human rights to require mask use as far as i can tell we are required to wear a shirt we're required to wear shoes so if they require a mask to get service what's the difference nobody says me not being able to wear a shirt denies me my human right i i'm curious what the difference is if you heard that, that would be my dog trying to eat my cat. So, yeah. If anyone is interested in what I have been up to uh, with the homeschooling of my kids, uh, I will say the best laid plans don't don't happen. I um, I had it all written out 
I had, this is what we do in the morning, this is what we do in the afternoon, here's your worksheets, here's the plan. And then my youngest is like, hey, I really like astronomy, I, I want to learn about the moon. Okay, let's go buy those books then. Oh, I want to, I want to do this, I don't want to do that one. Oh, okay. Or they'll abandon what I've given them entirely and I find them reading or writing stories about like the writing their own comic book series, which sounds great, except, I mean, it's about a guy farting, which I guess is fine. I don't really care what they write. They hate writing. So if they're writing anything, I'll take it. Um, I will honestly tell them to write two paragraphs and I get this, but two, two paragraphs, like all of it. Yeah, it's two paragraphs. It's not that hard. It's like eight sentences. Eight sentences! What are you doing to me? Really? You're serious? Eight sentences, what are you doing to me? Okay. Cool. And then, can I have my tablet? No. Can I please have my tablet? No. Can I play piano? Piano's learning. <sighs> Just do your math. I don't like math. Yeah, I've noticed. I've noticed. Yeah. So I'm, I'm trying to be flexible. I'm trying to, I'm trying to let them tell me where they want to go. If my youngest is into astronomy, then let's go. I bought a telescope, a really cheap one. It was on sale at Canadian Tire for 50 bucks. If she doesn't like it, cool. It was 50 bucks. Um, if, uh, and I'll buy some books on it. She wants to learn about the universe. Awesome. Tonight was a full moon. You could see Jupiter. She was very excited. For the first time in her life, she went to bed with her curtains open so that she could stare at the moon and Jupiter as she fell asleep because she was hoping to see one of Jupiter's four moons. And yes, that might have been a little lilt of pride at the end of that, that in two days, that's what she figured out all by herself. And also that a group of puffins is called a circus. So there are random facts being swallowed, and maybe I should remember that. I think we're all a lot harder on ourselves than we should be, and that maybe we just need to lighten up and take it easy on ourselves, because I think we're all trying. I talked to a teacher friend of mine who told me tonight that she kind of feels like she's drowning, because every day is something different. Half of her class is out um, with a cold or whatever, and uh, she just feels like she can't get her footing and get a run on this year and kind of like, you know, get her, get her groove on. And, uh, she just feels like she's drowning. And I think, I think we all do. I, I think whether you're homeschooling or you're virtual learning or your, your kids are going to school. And I think, I think, I think everybody, no matter what their job is, nothing, nothing is normal. And so we all kind of feel like we're drowning. Like I, I would love to go to Costco. I know that just sounds so ridiculous, but I have not been, probably since February. I've had I've had some friends who have gone and they've grabbed me a couple of things when they've been there. Um, they've let me know they were going and I was like, hey, toilet paper me up. But um, I would just really like to go. I would really like to go to Ikea. I love their meatballs and I love the cheese that they occasionally have there. I would love to go to Ikea and just wander. Just wander and look at the beautiful living spaces that has no clutter and doesn't have dishes from yesterday sitting around that I didn't see as I did my lap around the house to put everything away. Or doesn't have that basket of laundry that got washed three times because you forgot it in there for like four days and then got dried 
finally and sat there for two days and now is waiting to be folded and lord knows how long that's gonna take i'm sure there are people that can relate to that and that's not just me so yeah i think we're all drowning a little and i hope this gets figured out i hope we can all settle into what is a new normal and get used to it get used to having masks in our pockets Get used to washing everything a lot. And quite frankly, get used to our kids being unhappy with us because every parent that I have talked to has said, my kids are not happy about fill in the blank. Just fill in the blank. Even my friends whose kids are playing hockey, mom usually watches them during practice. Mom's not allowed anymore. Stuff like that. Like, I usually tutor while my kids are on the ice. They're both figure skaters. And I usually do math tutoring while they're doing it. And technically, I am not allowed to get within six feet of the kid that I tutor, even if we have masks on in the rec center of my town. It's their rule. Then why am I wearing a mask if I'm six feet away? This, it's starting to get a little silly. How am I supposed to see his page from six feet away? I don't know about you guys, but the printing for math is usually quite small. So to suddenly try to be able to read that from six feet away, that's a hockey stick away. I got good eyes. I can't read that. That's crazy. So yeah. This was a full-blown rant, and, and if you've been bored with what I've said, I apologize. Only a little, though, because really... <laughs> you listened. No, I'm kidding. I'm kidding. I um, I am going to sit down. It is 9 o'clock. Oh, it's almost 10 o'clock at night. I am going to sit down and I'm going to get my children's curriculum ready for tomorrow. And um, hopefully, hopefully that means they might want to do the work I give them. We will see. And this episode is um, being brought to you by Tiny Seeds, which is my daughter's entrepreneurial attempt. She has grown sunflowers all summer and has collected the seeds and has packaged them. And they will be for sale at the Northern Rockies Museum in the gift shop in the next two weeks. And she is calling her little company Tiny Seeds. So if anyone is interested in growing sunflower seeds next summer... I cannot recommend these sunflowers enough. They were grown with love. She talked to them regularly. They grew big and strong. And uh, they are the mini sunflowers. And she is very excited. So brought to you by Tiny Seeds. Thanks for listening, everybody. And you will hear more from me next week on Squeaky Chair. See ya. That was Squeaky Chair Homeschool with Tara. I hope you enjoyed it. If you did, uh, give me a shout at squeakychairhomeschool at gmail.com. Or if you have any questions, reach out and tell me. If you have any comments, reach out and tell me. I want to hear what you guys have to say. Squeakychairhomeschool at gmail.com. Have a great weekend.